Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. If you've just tuned in, you are in for a treat because we're about to do this. We have to go back in time. Back in time is basically when we take a random year and remind ourselves of the big showbiz sport and new stories that emerged during those 12 months. But now I'm joined by my old mucker, Cormac Battle. Cormac, what year are we looking at? We're looking at the year 2011. And again, as always, it throws up surprises at you that you just thought you hadn't forgotten. But you have. Yeah. Including this, the first, um, 23rd of May, right? Yeah. On Paint the Scene. Um, uh, I'm in my back garden and a Chinook helicopter goes over the top and I can see it. So what I did was I watched this this helicopter. Um, it... Look, Barack Obama. It was his. It was his visit to Ireland you in 2011. Saw Barack Obama. So what happened was, right? I knew he was coming. We all knew he was coming. I watched the. T- I'm in the flight path of the airport, so I watched his uh, helicopter taking off. And two minutes later, one minute later, I could hear it, and it went straight over my garden and and landed in the Phoenix Park. Unbelievable! And that was just the best ever. And was you know the big military ones with the two rotors going round. I was geez, I was I was in heaven. Anyway, Barack Obama visits Ireland on the 23rd of May 2011. So, um, he uh, obviously he, he came down, he, he met uh, the President Mary McAleese at the time, and uh, he met loads of, loads of dignitaries and so on, and he got a hurl as a gift, and he was pretty good at the old hurling, if you remember. He was on the telly playing a bit of hurling, he was good at that. But the, the real story of the, of the day was when... Uh, Marine One, his helicopter, touched down at St. Uh, Flannan's GAA Club in Moneygall in Go County Tipperary. Yeah. And so Barack and his wife, Michelle, they got out and spent loads of time shaking hands with the locals. Uh, Barack O'Barry, you know, he grabs a baby, of course, as you do for a, oh, a you got to grab a baby. You got to, did if the baby. If you're out meeting the folks, you got to grab a baby. Shaking yeah. hands and kissing babies. Has to be done. Every every president uh, does it. Uh, but he tried again with a second baby and that baby started roaring, crying and he had to give it back. That's annoying. Uh, have a listen to this. So this is Barack. Oh, sorry. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I have to cue You just said have a listen to this and you're pointing. I, st- I did actually. I did. My my fault. Okay, hang on. Uh, this is this is Barack Obama in Moneygall in Ollie Hayes's pub, and he's talking about his Guinness experience before he has a pint himself. It's the only time, right, you will ever hear Afghanistan and Guinness mentioned in the same sentence. Play it now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The first time I had a Guinness was when I came into Shannon Airport. We were flying into uh, Afghanistan. And I tried one of these, and I realized it tastes so much better here yeah. <laughs> than it does in the States. But uh, what I realized was that, that you guys are, uh, you know, you're, you're keeping all, all, all the best stuff here. <laughs> Of course, they always say that. That's a point to Guinness. He did pay for himself, and when you're looking at the clip, you can see him taking the money out of his pocket and putting it on the counter. You're not going to know the answer to this um, question, but how, how much, much was? How much was the point of Guinness uh, in 2011? Five one five five two. We need to know. That's the important question here. We're teeing up for that. But anyway, uh, they after that the bail went out. More shaking hands and babies, all that lark. And uh, they, um, himself and Michelle bailed back to Dublin for a speech at College Green, where he uttered his immortal line: "Is Fader Lynn?" And um, he arrived. In, okay, Jen. Question for you. How many nights do you think he stayed in Ireland for this stay? Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to ask me what does Is Fader Lynn mean? Um, how many nights did he stay? I don't think he stayed. That's very good. He arrived 
uh, 9.28 in the morning and he left at 9 o'clock at night. Um, he didn't even stay here for one single night. The reason they gave at the time because there was uh, another volcano in Iceland. And Powers Court uh, yeah. was booked out. And pa- Powers, yeah, Powers Court was booked out. And Michelle, the spa was booked out for Michelle. So, so they left. So I found that mental. Like they came. and It felt like they were there for days. Yeah. And then they were just gone. Mm. Poof, bang, gone. And that was it. And uh, so they didn't stay for one night. You might want to amazing. remember that. That is amazing. Um, okay, what else uh, happened in that year? Uh, Apple co-founder. The right Apple co-founder. This is the man who changed everybody's lives um, on this planet. Uh, passed away at the age of 56. This We're talking about Steve Jobs, the man behind Apple. Uh, he died from pancreatic cancer. Did he? he? I never did. knew that. Yeah. All the eating fruit and veg and walking around in his bare feet couldn't like give him a longer yeah, and, life. And, and, and that's a very short-lived life for such it, a legend. Yeah, and a man who like he he did have kind of fatty eating diets yeah. and stuff like that, and he, he did look after himself. But when he got pancreatic cancer initially, he decided he would um, deal with the problem himself by nutrition, and he re- he kind of refused surgery for a long time, and finally, when he did get surgery, mm. it was um, unfortunately, it was it was really too late by that by that stage. A legend of a man, people have, you know, like Elon Musk, people have different views about um, Steve Jobs. He, d- he didn't finish college either. Bit like B- Bill Gates, I don't think he finished college, Microsoft man, he didn't finish college either. either. Uh, Steve Jobs left college and went to India to seek enlightenment. He went there and spent two years studying Zen Buddhism. Would you, but did you know that? No. He went to India. And then he came back and he started Apple, the computer company, with his, with his pal in a garage. And then he was forced out in 1985. And then he, he decided in his spare time that um, he'd do something else. And he went on to, to, um, be, to uh, found Pixar movies. Did you know that? No! Yes! This is, I, this is why I love this segment. I'm he, just looking at you in awe going, I never knew. Yeah, he did. He's he's and so Pixar, um, he got that going, and they brought out Toy Story, Bugs Life, Finding Nemo, and he made they made Mega Box, Mega wow. Mega Mega Box. Wow. So he was gone from Apple, and uh, then he went back in 1997, and this is when he totally changed the world because the iMac came out then, then the iPad, and then the iPhone came out. It was the first smartphone to ever come out, and that was Steve Jobs who made that happen, and now. Look where we are. He was a he was a total legend, but he was a tricky man, and he had a fiery temper, uh, and he couldn't accept anything less than a thousand percent dedication from his staff. Uh, and he, this sounds a bit like Elon Musk to me as well. But I think if you're going to have that level of dedication, um, and to change the world in such a profound way that you do, you kind of have to be one of these sorts of people. Have a listen to this. He has a unique man. He, he has a unique sort of. Uh, view on the world uh, like these people do and uh, this is what he said once when he was asked what the secret to life was everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you and you can change it you can influence it you can build your own things that other people can use and the minute that you understand that you can poke life and actually something will pop out the other side you can change it you can mold it that's maybe the most important thing to shake off this erroneous notion that life is is there and you're just going to live in it versus embrace it, change it. Once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. That's it. Do you see, it it's all about not staying in your lane, not um, you know, not limiting yourself, you know. There's not many people can I do like that. do that, but it's, like it's, that. it is inspiring. And up until last year, Apple was the most valuable company on earth. 
worth 2.4 trillion, trillion dollars. No, Amazon's not up there. Ooh. It's some oil thing in Saudi Arabia. Okay. Which I didn't even write, have written down here. Okay. Because so we, we don't care. We don't care. Uh, Steve Jobs, uh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, this is the, yeah, the Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Well, the Queen... Well, I, sorry, I'll give it away myself there. But, you know when you're waiting for a bus and then three come along? You know that thing we talk about? This is mad because... Barack, the week before Barack Obama was in Ireland, the Queen was in Ireland. The first visit by a British monarch in 100 years. In 100 years? 100 years. Since Ireland became a free They were putting state. on the long finger for a long time. I know. And like, you know, the, I, I wasn't for a long time, there wasn't a huge welcome for a British monarch in Ireland. So it was 100 years. But she came for a few days in May, which was one of the most important visits of her 70-year reign. Um, so w- when she died... President Higgins said, uh, and I quote, she did not shy away from the shadows of the past. And this is exactly what you hear in this clip from a part of her speech that she made at a state banquet in Dublin Castle. She begins by speaking in Irish, much to the amazement of the assembled guests. Madam President, speaking here in Dublin Castle, It is impossible to ignore the weight of history. So much of this visit reminds us of the complexity of our history. It is a sad and regrettable reality that through the history our islands have experienced more than their fair share of heartache, turbulence and loss. Yeah. That is some speech. Whoever her writers are, they need a, a, a raise. They were they were decent. That is... That was uh, yeah. an epic way to start. It was actually the a game changer, a game it, it changer, a game changer in thawing yeah. relations, yeah. relations between Ireland and uh, absolutely, Britain. and uh, yeah. So like in a week, imagine that Barack Obama, Michelle, and the Queen. And also speaking, we were talking about them on I think Monday show Active L ones. She she was an advocate. She was the biggest. She oh. was the most active L one I've ever seen in my life. She had like four outfit changes. She did every bloody greeting. She kissed every baby, shook every hand. She was flat out when she was in Ireland. She was working two days, up to two days before she died. Two days she met uh, who was the president, uh, prime minister, Liz Truss or someone like that. She met them, uh, her in uh, Active L one. Uh, yeah, two days before she died. Active L one. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to have a song and then we're going to come back with the song of the year. Showbiz. The showbiz. 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 The sporting moment oh, of yeah. the year. Three there. We have to go back in time. We have to go back in time because it's really entertaining. It is called Back in Time, this segment. We take a year from the past and remind you guys of what happened in those 12 months we are in as we speak 2011 right here right now with Mr. Cormac Battle we're talking about the price of a pint because Barack Obama paid for his own pint in Tipperary it was seen him taking out the cash out of his pocket and I asked the question I wonder how much he paid for that pint now back in 2011 a lot of you texting in a pint of Guinness 3 euro 80 cent in 2011. That's from Derek and Galway. Really? 380? Some, yeah, but then someone else said Guinness cost four euro and one cent in 2011. Ronan on the road. Is that in Dublin? And Derek and Galway, was that in the sticks? the 380? Um, a pint now. So, okay, let's go with let's go with 380. If a pint was 380 in 2011, now in Dublin, it's 550. 550. Let's all go to New Zealand. That's not, not That's quite good. double, but it's sort of getting towards double. Yeah. Isn't that a lot? 
550. Doc said in Cork, in his local, is 480, but in the city, it's five. Um, it's not Dublin prices, and he said that's why he doesn't live here. Wow, that's inflation for that's you. That's in Cork. I, and, so, and that's another thing that you forget. Um, these things happen incrementally over time. Uh, like 2%, 1%, 2%, 1%. You add them up over 10 years, suddenly you're paying 30% more for everything. Everything. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's not the kind of show we are. Uh, let's... <laughs> Just gone well, we were. Talk about some, we're some inflation. economic information inflation. coming in the Nasdaq. Showbiz. Uh, showbiz, yeah. On April the 17th, another of many, you know, shows come out all the time. But the first episode of this particular show um, hit our screens uh, to create a total beast which took over people's lives for eight years, finishing up in 2019. Play it and everything will know. Give it a second. Yeah? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I get triggered when I hear that. Why? Because me and Lau were travelling around uh, the Amalfi and Italy and Sardinia. He asked me to marry him. It was all very romantic. And he left the trip early to go and do a small part in Game of Thrones. Don't blame him. Come on. Seriously. Yeah, I don't blame him either. And that was in 2011, wasn't it? Actually, we both left. We had to cut our trip early uh, about uh, by about four days. God. Was that so? You got? Did you get engaged? In 20, oh no, he would, it would have been before that, would it? Was that was, no, it was during the series. Well, Do you remember when you got engaged? Yeah. What yeah, year yeah. it was? Around, around then. then. Yeah. But look, you know, the thing was, the Game of Thrones. Obviously, it became a massive pheno- phenom- phenomenon, phenomenon, phenomenon. But the interesting thing was that it was there was fifty locations in Ireland used for mm-hmm. for the filming of it. Um, Forty nine of them were in Northern Ireland, um, and in twenty nine before the pandemic hit, three hundred fifty thousand people visited Ireland specifically mainly Northern Ireland uh, specifically in the trade on the Northern Ireland on specific why am I saying specifically so much when I find it tricky as well to see some Game of Thrones stuff so they came for that reason only Um, I was at the Dark Hedges myself and it's 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 if Game of Thrones people know what I'm talking about because I don't because I, I never actually saw the show I tried twice to watch it and I just couldn't get into it but I went to the Dark the Hedges thing the didn't keep you no yeah, well they did that yeah. was about the only thing that kept me as far as, um, as, as episode 7 but even they couldn't keep me there wow see a plural use did you <laughs> anyway look I tried twice, but the Dark Hedges thing. Has anyone been to that place up I've in no Northern idea what Ireland? You're talking about. It's all these trees that kind of go like this, right. uh, and that's it. But anyway, look, that that was it. Game of Thrones started. Off. Who knew what was gonna was gonna take over everybody's Unbelievable. lives? Unbelievable! It did take over everyone's life. Um, okay, what would you say was the sporting event of 2011? Uh, like there was no big ones, um, like the World Cup or you know uh, other big events like the Olympics and so on. But <laughs> um, sort of closer to home, R- Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy was 21 in 2011. Now, you might know anything about golf. I don't know a whole lot, but the golf the golf tournament of the year is called the US Masters. It's the kind of Wimbledon of golf. He's 21. He's playing it in Augusta in Atlanta in America. He is winning, and it's in the third day. It's four days long, and it, you know it looks like a foregone conclusion that he's going to win the US Masters at 21. And on the last day, it all completely fell apart. Oh, the no. pressure got to him. Um, I don't loads of things. Yeah, he was hitting tr- trees. He hit a clubhouse. Oh, it was no. like it was like me out there playing. You know, 
Really? Um, to, 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 a, to a large degree. That's really sad. I'm sure he'll be, it, it, was, it was devastating. I actually watched it because um, you go home on a Sunday night and you'd watch the final of the Masters and I was watching Rory McIlroy expecting to see him be a 21-year-old Irishman lifting yeah. th- this this cup, you know? What a really um, boring but, thing to watch. But uh, No, no it's, golf is great to watch. Even if you're not into it, it's really good. Don't believe it. It is. It's like watching tennis. It is good. I know. Try it sometime okay. when you retire. Okay. But... Um, he did go okay that was a terrible thing and he he was he was he said at the time that it was the only time he ever cried on the phone to his mother was after that and um but he did go on to win the US Open uh, a couple of months later but here's a montage of the commentators um during the match or during the game what they were saying as his whole game was beginning to unravel oh no oh Rory this is turning out to be a horror story mentally we scrambled Right now, Augusta is a very lonely place to be for McElroy. We all feel for him. There's no question we feel for Rory McElroy too. That is horrific. It is bad, I yeah. really hope he's not listening to the show. Rory, I'm really sorry about that because that, listening to that. He's okay. He's do, Rory's grand. He came second last year, by the way. Still hasn't won it. That's that, There you go. And do you want more golf and chat? Absolutely not. I thought you wouldn't. Can we move on to <laughs> the big tune? The big, but look, before we get into the big tune, I want to give a special mention to this one because it spent two weeks at number one and it came eight in the final of the Eurovision, um, which isn't bad. And it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a bad tune either. Not um, doing it. Do you know what it is? Not doing it. Why not? It's there in front of you. Press the button. Press the button. It's actually good. It's a good tune. Um, I know. I know. We can laugh and so on if you want to. No, it's but not it laughing. Good. But like, it's just not my kind of a tune. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it came yeah. eight, which is which is. I don't think Decent. we've. Got, I don't Decent. think we've done anything like that since. But the one big tune of the year was no doubt um, uh, by Rihanna and Calvin Harris, which was this tune. This tune. Woo! Yeah. What a tune! What a video! Yeah. Still an absolute belter of a tune. Um, mm-hmm. That was the tune of the year. Uh, thanks, Emil, for that, Cormac. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, we will pay Rihanna in a minute, in full. We want to test you. We want to test you out there, if you see if you've been listening. Um, okay, so we have a little question for you. If you fancy a box of retro sweets containing classics like refreshers and wambars and dibdabs and macarons and loads more from our pals at Planet Candy... Text us 51552 with the answer to this question. Okay. On his visit in 2011, how many nights did President Barack Obama and Michelle stay in Ireland? It's a bit of a trick question. How many nights did they stay in Ireland? Text your answer to 51552. Yeah, it's a bit of a trick question because they didn't stay any nights, did they, Cormac? Jane, that's completely giving the answer away. 100%. Thank you, Cormac. Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9. On 2FM.